Numbed by the hum of the wheels, Rafe had been staring through his own reflection, watching streetlights spread into towns, then recede into a vast rural darkness as the shadow-shrouded bus moved on through the night. The reflection was a stranger's ghost. He'd buzzed his trademark hair, so often compared to Nick Cage or Kevin Bacon's. He'd also grown a beatnik goatee, and he was wearing contact lenses that, as the song suggested, made his brown eyes blue. A clock on the bank flashed 67 degrees. Warm for this late hour, this time of year. It was a few minutes after midnight as the bus slipped into his hometown of Green River, Michigan. Rafe got off the bus, slung his duffel bag over his shoulder, and walked a block down the deserted main street. The air here smelled of wet leaves, but the empty husks of the leaves skittering down the sidewalk on the night breeze were dry and brittle as bones. Rafe looked over his shoulder when he reached the corner. The bus was pulling out. The downtown remained all but deserted, only a single red Mustang cruising slowly down the main drag, a tired-looking woman, girl, at the wheel. She glanced his way, but she didn't recognize him. No one had thus far. Within minutes, he would be a wino ghost again, disappearing from all the world. Rafe Johnson turned the corner and was gone. Even when he'd looked directly at her, Rafe Johnson hadn't recognized her. She was as good at disguises and disaffected looks as he was. He'd probably thought she was a local. He hadn't noticed a New York license plate, thank God. Rafe Johnson knew nothing about Sandra Petoskey except her name, and that was the way she liked it. She, on the other hand, knew everything about him. Rafe Johnson had been her pet project, her major breadwinner these past two years. Rafe Johnson might know her byline from the countless articles she'd written for The Beacon, available at your local grocery checkout aisle, but that would be it. He wouldn't know she'd tailed the bus through five states, living out the tabloid slogan, Searching Out the Secrets of the Stars. Once Johnson was out of sight, Sandra did a big U-turn in the middle of Chicago Road, why was it named Chicago when it was in Michigan, parked, grabbed her purse, camera, and mini tape recorder off the passenger seat, and ran like hell down the sidewalk before her quarry could escape. Green River was a Ray Bradbury sort of burg, Rafe mused, especially after midnight. He'd thought so as a kid, and he thought so now. It was a B-movie, nostalgic horror show sort of burg, and he was its ghost. He was glad to get away from the glitz. Here there were no billboards, no marquees, no paparazzi. Here there were zombies and witches, vampires, and goofy-grinned Frankenstein's monsters taped to front windows. Jack-o'-lanterns sat, safely leering from front porches. A few houses even had premature construction paper turkeys posted in picture windows, obviously grade school art projects. As in any town in any Bradbury story Rafe had read, the bright facade hid nightmares. The shadows here were tricks of darkness, not light. Whatever magic existed in Green River, it was tinctured with essence of blackest night. Rafe decided he would not drink tonight until he had faced the ghosts of the old house. He would face the shadows, sober. I'm watching Rafe Johnson walk down the dimly lit midnight streets of his hometown, Sandra whispered into her tape recorder. I'm in an alley about a block away from him, peering around a brick building, an appliance store that might have been here since he was a kid. His body language, 
He's walking slowly, almost sauntering, looking at each old two-story house, taking in all the old sights. His body language says he's in a melancholy mood. He's changed his looks, but not quite enough to fool you if you're specifically looking for him. The funny thing is that his apparel, a rumpled and untucked white dress shirt, torn jeans, scruffy cowboy boots, baseball cap turned backwards, is exactly in keeping with the bad boy image he so carefully cultivates in his movies and his public life. Yes, but tonight he looks like a simple street kid, not a rakish iconoclast. Notably absent, of course, is Miss Sarah Watts, the daytime soap star whose tattooed nude image is rumored to grace Rafe's derriere.